0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast, you're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast, you're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. Mm -hmm. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, episode 246, Diplomat. I serve as your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever that you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. How has everyone been doing? I hope this podcast finds you and your family well. And if it doesn't, I hope that by the end of this podcast, you have a smile on your face. Your baby boy is here. We are coming to an end soon to the Bryson Wynn Tour 44. And whoo, baby! Your baby boy is excited uh, for the season to end to potentially rest. Boston was a whole vibe when I tell y'all, the love that Boston showed us y'all showed out you poured love into us and it just really was a vibe I just really love Boston however listen Boston trip was a lot for your baby boy I don't know if you guys listened to this week's Survivor News you know with Jack Wendeezy and myself if you haven't go ahead and listen to a great episode however you know Wendeezy and I had a little live one-on-one uh, friend talk you know we had a little disagreement in Boston which is nothing new to us uh, but you know, it just kind of added to my stress level. And it's just important to communicate. I'm not a great communicator at times when I feel like I get upset, when I feel like I have expressed myself and I am not being heard. Sometimes spicy bricey comes on out. And when spicy bricey come on out, you know, it's not a good thing. And so um I just think it's important to communicate. And even when you feel like, you have exhausted all of your communication options, uh still try it again because I'm on a roll to a better price. And I, you know, think I've gotten to a place where, you know, I'm I'm good, but there are times and instances that I can work on my communication style. And I feel that sometimes I expect people to know how I feel because you've been friends with someone for so long. You've been in a relationship with somebody for so long. You've been working with somebody for so long. You expect them to know how you operate. Uh, When the reality is, is that nobody is a mind reader. And despite if people are even in the wrong. Uh, The only thing that really we can control is how we respond to situations, um, not how other people respond to us. And I think that we just have to give other people the benefit of the doubt and we have to lead with like honesty and love and sometimes I feel like it's our ego that gets in the way of things where it's like if I reveal how I'm truly feeling what if this person responds this way and what if this happens and what if that happens and so then we kind of like go on this like vicious cycle of not communicating or not speaking how we really feel but ultimately I think the bottom line is is that when you are with people that you trust and you love, it never hurts to be vulnerable. It never hurts to say how you feel, no matter how minuscule, minuscule you might think it it is. The ultimate, the truth of the matter is, if you don't speak on it, then things kind of snowball. And I think, you know, with Z and with other relationships in my life, sometimes when I get to that point, I don't always communicate the best way. And so I am just trying to use my life as a vessel to just really encourage somebody that if you are in a frustrated situation, no matter how big or how small, again, really try to give yourself a second to think about what really is the issue. Because sometimes it could be, I ain't like the way you snatched the bag from me. However, and that could set you off, but really that like, the way they snatched the bag from you isn't the issue. There are other underlying issues that you know you're not addressing. And so it's just really important to address those underlying issues when it's any friendship, any relationship, any type of interaction with people. It's really just important. And so I think that definitely, uh, if you listen to survive the news this week, that was a real conversation. Cause when DZ and I hadn't really kind of talked it out, we smoothed things over, but we didn't really talk it out. And I think, again and very friend to friend we offered each other some things that we could do in those moments uh to make things better but ultimately it really is about communication and how you communicate to other and to other people sometimes it's not what you say is how you say it um and we can just get caught up in our own minds at times and sometimes we think the worst before we think the best but give yourself some grace and communicate even when you don't want to because you have to remember sometimes that's your ego like oh I don't want to be feeling like this oh but listen you wouldn't be friends you wouldn't be in a relationship you wouldn't be working somewhere if you didn't feel like it was important enough to you so that's my little advice for you this week is to communicate okay be the diplomat okay figure out the problems I'm really excited for this week's episode we got the church announcements I was telling y'all last week on the Purple Pants Podcast I really wanted to give a review of the Netflix show The Diplomat and baby your baby boy is delivering i'm just giving you my take on the diplomat and hopefully it whets your whistle to go ahead and give it a watch because it really is worth the watch i enjoyed it so much which is why i'm here uh taking taking talking a review miss barb is here giving us some barb's message and we have a freak of the week so listen let me be diplomatic and get these church announcements out the way And on this week's church announcements, we've got two tour stops left on the Bryson Wynn 1244. We've got Philadelphia this week, May 10th. And May 24th, we are heading to Brooklyn, New York to the finale of what has been a great season of Survivor 44. You don't want to miss out on all the action of a Bryce and Wynn present event. We would love for you to attend. You can click the link in the Bryce and Wynn Instagram bio. It's Bryce and Wynn present on Instagram and make sure you give it a follow and we'll see you in Philly and Brooklyn. Brooklyn! It's a man who? It's a man you. Me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a man who? It's a man you. Me potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. What is going on? We are here for a Bryce Isaiah review of Netflix, The Diplomat, season one. Now, I started The Diplomat on a weeknight. You know, and I was like, let me just put something on. You know how Netflix thinks it knows you and it's like recommended for your, for your picks. And so I haven't really been trusting Netflix as much because, you know, they got a lot of voiceovers. And sometimes if the voiceover is bad, I can't watch it. So I don't really trust their recommendations for me. But they got me this one weeknight and I said, let me let me put the diplomat on. And I just figured, I would, you know, watch an episode, go to sleep, baby. I didn't watch four episodes, was up till three in the morning and was like, I can't wait to get off work so I can finish this. So this is what I would say about The Diplomat. If you like the shows like The West Wing, if you like shows like House of Cards, I really feel like you are going to like The Diplomat. It is a very like strategy driven political kind of I don't want to say thriller because it's not really a thriller but it kind of is one of those shows that's like you need to follow along and you need to like remember certain things because then you'd be like now wait a minute I remember them talking about this and I talked about this and talked about that so it's definitely one of those ones where you are saying to yourself can I trust this person Ooh, what's going on? Your heart will rise a little bit. It really had me thinking of House of Cards um, and how much I loved House of Cards. And I don't know about y'all. I've never finished the final season of House of Cards. Okay, you know, one Kevin Spacey got caught up in all that stuff. So then I said, I don't know if I can support it. Then, you know, Claire was holding down the last season. So I really feel like I really want to finish House of Cards. Uh, The Diplomat really makes me want to get into that. But I really enjoy The Diplomat. There are rumblings of season two. Now, also, here's my theory on Netflix. Because Vikings, Vashala, right? You know, season one was only eight episodes, and then uh, we're waiting for season two. However, I have learned through my due diligence is that normally Netflix doesn't just approve an eight-episode series. Normally, it's like 12 episodes or 16. And so... What I have learned from doing my research of Vikings Vakshala is that uh, Vikings, the new Vikings on Netflix, uh, was slated for 16 episodes, and instead of it them making it all one season, they broke it up into two seasons, eight episodes and eight episodes, and they filmed them consecutively, which is why we didn't have to wait so long to get another season. So this is what I'm hoping for the Diplomat. However, I also heard some other rumblings, but listen, I'll get into. All of that at the end. Now, first of all, the star of the diplomat is our girl, Carrie Russell. You might remember her from Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, We Are Soldiers, Miss, Mission Impossible 3, uh, Waitress, Planet of the Apes, uh, yeah, uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and Cocaine Bear. So we love a Carrie Russell. She plays Kate Weiler. Her husband, Hal Weiler, he the one we got to keep our eye out on. Now Kate is the husband to How. How was a diplomat. He's retired. However, he was the type of diplomat that like he was a household name. People love him. When they see him they're like, "Oh my god, is that How? We love How." How like, you know, How gives us very much main character energy. Now Kate seems to be the type of person that she loves her job. You know, When she's invested in something, she is really into it. Now, she's been working on this mission in Bosnia. Now, it might be Afghanistan or Bosnia, but she is working right now with this project where they're passing this legislation, and they're really working on trying to get these people out of this war-stricken country and to safety. However, a lot of the people that they are using are putting their lives on the line, giving them information, risking them being killed. So that's what Kate is working on. How is supposed to be retiring. Another little thing about this is that Kate and How, their relationship seems to be a little rocky, seems to be like we're on the verge of separation. We're on the verge of we're getting a divorce. We're on the verge of I want my last name back. We're on the verge of it's over. Okay, we're on the verge of get away from me. However, being that Hal is this like prominent political figure, they kind of put this act on, right? So Kate, again, is used to being like the second fiddle because her husband is Hal and, you know, she, she, she does her thing. Now, they are preparing, Kate is preparing for this mission. She going to Bosnia or Afghanistan, I can't really remember. Then there is an attack on a UK battleship. We know that we see it on the news all of a sudden, you know house phone rings but 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 but. you know they're talking like this is what happened, and all of a sudden, Hal passes the phone to Kate, they're letting Kate know uh we need you for a mission. Now, this is the White House chief of staff. Her name is Billy. We love Billy. Okay. Billy is this black woman um, and she keeps the president in check. So essentially they are saying that they want to pull Kate from her Bosnia mission and they want her to be the US ambassador in London. Now, Kate, like, now wait a minute. I don't really want to do this. Like I want to, I've been working on this passion project. I've got people on the line. This is what I really want to do. However, they're saying with the relationships uh, in UK right now, it would really serve them instead of putting somebody as the ambassador and that position that really is just like a placeholder that doesn't really have any experience. They really want to put somebody like Kate that has experience with policy, that has experience in the political realm that is taken very seriously. They think that it will show, you know, UK and London that we are serious about our negotiations. Kate definitely does not want to do this. However, she accepts the position. Now this position is, it's kind of like a. It's not a big position, but it is a big position. Now, here is the key. Now, not the key, but here is the T. So we learn from Billy, right? Because she contacts her contact over there in London. She is this guy named Stewart. He is the deputy chief of emissions, and he works at the London Embassy and he is like the get the the gatherer of the gatherers they send people for they send people to Stewart for Stewart to do the Stewart thing now Stewart preps people that are like kind of rough around the edges and so they really are sending Kate to work with Billy in this position why now we learn that the current VP of the United States their husband is you know, got caught up in some scheme with some money, money went missing. And now it's going to come back on the vice president and the vice president essentially is going to have to step down soon. So the white house is working on a short list. And so Kate is at the top of the short list, but Kate doesn't have the experience in like uh, a high ranking position. So they want to put Kate as the ambassador to the UK you know, the United States ambassador to the UK uh, to kind of get her feet wet, to kind of get her a little bit more in the spotlight of things that's going on. Now, Kate don't notice. Okay? Kate has no idea that this is going on. Kate just thinks that she is coming to the UK to, you know, fill this position because they're pulling her off the Bosnia. Bosnia or Afghanistan one of the two now here's another thing that we kind of learn later on in the episode now mind you I don't want to spoil everything for y'all so you know this is a Bryce take of the things that are going on so everything that I'm saying doesn't happen in this order but these are just the important things to watch and again keep in mind if you watch the West Wing if you've watched House of Cards you know how like you learn this information as you go some of the information you kind of like watch and see for yourself and then you're like oh okay then you keep that in mind when you see some stuff now like i said kate has no idea that they are really kind of vetting her for the vp at this point however we learn that sneaky sneaky how now that's kate husband now kate husband how i told you he has main character energy i don't trust him as far as i can see he is one of those characters where it's like you don't know what his motives are, right? We know that he loves Kate, but we know that he loves to be the center of attention. We know that he is sneaky, and he is one of those politicians that, like, gets things done. Doesn't matter the channels in which that he gets them done, but how gets them done, and people love how. You know, how has that privilege and that reputation and that notoriety that people love. But, you know, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, I don't trust how. We know that Billy, the White House Chief of Staff, had approached how about the VP position prior to, you know, even the season started. So Hal knows this. Now, another thing to keep in mind is that, like I said, how in case relationship? Ooh, it's on thin ice. Ooh, it's on. I got meat in the refrigerator, and my refrigerator not broken. My refrigerator is broken, so I can't open the refrigerator much because my meat is going to defrost. It's giving like, mm, what's that smell in the air? Oof, it's a relationship, right? Uh, they have already stated that they're going to separate. How has retired? He's no longer a diplomat, and you know. They have agreed to go their separate ways. However, there is no way in the world that they would consider Kate to be the VP if she is in the midst of a divorce, right? So again, all these things that when Billy approaches Hal about that, we don't really see, but we learn. Um, and Hal is all about it now. How is you all about it? How if you have already agreed? See, you see. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 9 what because see how be making me mad because he's sneaky so Kate gets over to the UK and is kind of like almost gives you little Bridgerton vibes they're in this amazing embassy they're treating her very much like the ambassador they're treating Kate very main character energy and who do you think kind of sort of has a problem with the main character energy Mm, her husband how now There are a lot of things going on that, like, Kate has to do these appearances. She has to to go pay respect to the soldiers that have died. Now, this is a big theme is the UK wants to know who bombed their battleship. And they are thinking that it was somebody from the Ukraine and they want answers. Then we kind of learned that it might have been somebody from Russia. So it's a lot of different things moving at hand. Kate goes to pay respect uh, to the soldiers that died on the battleship. Meanwhile, she's there. She left her husband Howe back at the embassy, and he didn't snuck away. Is at the the ceremony with some shady lady trying to introduce the shady lady to Kate. However, Stewart, who is the deputy uh, chief of mission, you know, he get everybody together. He see what Hal trying to do. Listen, he like, we got an emergency. We need you to pull the ambassador. Babe, they run and come and take the ambassador because Stewart knows this lady that Hal is trying to introduce Kate to. It would not be great for the first time Kate stepping out as the ambassador Photographs with her wouldn't be the right light, but does How care about that? How already trying to make you know these sneaky little decisions, and we learn throughout the episodes, we learn throughout just the whole series that like How just does back channel things, and sometimes like the thing about Kate and How's relationship is again they don't let anybody know when they get to the UK that they're separating because you know it ain't none of y'all business. Kate's plan was for How to come in. And like, help her get situated. And then he would go. Because again, first of all, Hal is main character energy. How he gets to the house. He like, where my driver at? they like, oh, we only have the driver for the ambassador, baby. You're not the ambassador. And throughout the whole series, Hal always uh, calls himself the wife, right? Um, So they don't really let anybody know or they don't really want anybody in their business, right? However, uh, Stuart, there is like the, the manager of the house that they are staying in this castle, you know, he says to the manager, like, "Get me any information that you find out about them. Like, you know, the more I know, the more the more is better for me. Right. And so the first day that they get there, the manager comes to Stuart and it's like. The lady Kate asked to, if there were sheets on the guest bed. And Stuart like, OK, what is you telling me that for? All right, you know. And Kate like, well, you told me to give you any pertinent information. So when we first learn that we don't really understand it. Then episodes pass, we realize or Stuart realizes she asks about are there bed, are there sheets on the guest bed or is it just made up? Because they don't sleep in the same bed. So Stuart realizes that maybe Kate and Hal, they're, you know, they're living a facade. Now also there is a woman named Idra. She is like the CIA affiliate. Now, Idra is a bad mother. We love Idra. Now, Idra and Stuart are dating. Okay, you know, over there in the embassy, Stuart is the deputy chief of emissions. Idra is the CIA. And I love their relationship because, you know, the CIA has like these classified informations. So there'll be times that Stuart will be with Idra. Idra will call somebody in from her team. And then they're like, oh, I can't have this conversation in front of him. He needs to leave the room. Okay, very much so. Now, Stuart is, Idra and Stuart, their relationship, they, you know, They don't really want nobody to know about their relationship, but they really want to come forward with the relationship. Now, Stuart informs Idra that Kate is coming on and that he really wants her to, you know, take a liking to her, see what you want to say. But Idra is kind of like, I don't got time for these people in these positions and you know, either about her business. She don't play. Um, and so Kate is very rough around the edges. Kate don't really like to get dressed up too much. She wearing her same little cloak, got little backpack, you know, she has to go over to the UK embassy. And this is where dun, 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 we get to meet Austin. Now Austin is the foreign secretary of the UK. slow fine black man. Okay. And, Kate and Austin have to work together uh, regarding coming up with this plan on how to get the prime minister of the UK, because the prime minister of the UK is facing a lot of pressure. He's facing a lot of pressure because they they lost almost 30 people in this battleship attack. And the people want answers The people want the UK to do something about it. And so they get a little bit of information that it could be from the Iran. And so he's ready to act. However, Kate is getting some information that it could potentially be the Russians. And so they, they have to work together, Austin and Kate to figure some stuff out. However, they meet. And then like, you know, they have a little cute little meeting. However, in the first like 24 hours, Kate and Austin, they meet a lot. And, The last ambassador of the U.S. to the U.K., child, they only met with Austin like three times at their whole four years being there. So they quickly realized, like, okay, we can't really be seen together like this, all that. But also, it's kind of sort of like, is there a little attraction, okay? Do Kate Wilder want to taste a little chocolate from Austin? Because, listen, if you don't, Kate, I will. Um, and so Kate and Austin is another relationship that is kind of like bubbling. They don't really know if they can trust each other. However, they are like forced to trust each other. And this is where I say house of cards comes in because there are a lot of missions. There are a lot of things that have to happen that Kate can't be seen going into Austin's office asking for this type of help. Now, mind y'all, I'm leaving a lot out. Because I don't want to spoil everything. I just kind of sort of want to give you the ground roots. I want I want you to know that The Diplomat is very, 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 very juicy, very good. Also, very diverse cast, non-binary characters, a lot of representation in our Black community. Like, there, it, I, it's a well-rounded cast. And first of all, you know, girl, we, we love Carrie Russell. So, I mean, listen, I'm already in. And with the deception between how with Stewart, with uh, Billy, the White House Chief Staff, with Austin, with Idra, and there's about seven other characters that happen. At one point in time, there was supposed to be a photo shoot for Kate to kind of sort of introduce her to the people as the new ambassador to Vanity Fair. Now, Kate's direct boss is the Secretary of State. Now the secretary of state don't really like Kate like that. Why you ask? Because he don't like Kate's husband. How? And so this is the predicament that Kate is in throughout the whole series is that a lot of people don't respect her or think that she can do the job. They think that like how is still essentially the ambassador. He's just going to be like running things through Kate, but Kate makes it very clear. Like she don't want, no part of how, although she goes back and forth in this series of wanting How's help and then not wanting How's help. Then all of a sudden, How is very much like I'm just the wife. I'm just listen. I'm just the wife. At one point in time, How is just off drinking, getting high, fondling some girls in the river. Although you know, at first you like okay, now you a cheater, How. But we come to realize that like, Hal might be a flirt, but you know, Hal says he, his physical attributes only work for Kate. Now, it's supposed to be a photo shoot. Um, However, with Kate working with Austin, you know, the foreign secretary of the UK, they kind of figure out the situation to kind of, Kate was like, if you can get your... If you can get the prime minister to retract his statements about the Iran people, that could buy us a little bit more time so that I can provide you guys this information about Russia. And so Kate and Austin kind of working that out kind of was not in the protocol. It should have been like the secretary of state, which is Kate's boss. Right. And so her working out this plan with Austin pissed off the secretary of state and now with Kate being new in the embassy, you know, Idra, okay? You see how all these people's coming back, you know, Idra who is, you know, the girlfriend to Billy, Idra is the CIA. So she works on getting people these clearances. So Idra goes to Billy and is like, not Billy. Idra goes to Stewart and is like, they're telling me to slow walk Kate's clearances, which essentially means like they want her out. You know, the Secretary of State does wants her out. And so Kate And Stewart come up with this plan. Kate didn't want to do the photo shoot, but Kate's like, you know who you can't fire? And he like, who? Cinderella. So Kate's like, if we go forward with this photo shoot and, you know, dial me up, the people will somewhat fall in love and they won't. If I have the favor of the people, the secretary of the state cannot fire me. Now, be jumping on. A lot. The secretary of state is important, right? Because, so there's a lot that goes on, but there is a lot that goes on between Kate and Austin regarding their relationship and regarding like how they can control because clearly Kate reports to the United States, which ultimately reports to the president uh, and Austin reports to the UK, uh, to the prime minister. And so they really need to work on one people feel like the attack on the UK wasn't really attack on the UK. Clearly it was attack on the UK, but they feel like it was a message to the United States. And so the UK is kind of like, well, we want the United States support because our people died because of y'all and y'all gonna do something about it. So a lot of the series is Kate kind of navigating this political climate and working out different things with Austin. Now. With all of that, there becomes some, you know, love interest. Now, Kate is still married, although, like, very clear that they are separated. Uh, And there comes an issue where, at one point in time, Kate is like, I don't want to do it. The president is coming, because the president now has to meet with the... Uh, Prime Minister. And, you know, there's all this protocol but the president come in and Kate like, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't, like, I don't want to do it. I- I'm going to leave. I'm done. And they did not want to tell Kate that they was considering her for VP but then guess what How do? How's like, you can't leave. They're considering, the VP currently is about to go through some mess and they're considering you for VP. And then it's like, oh, 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 oh. And then Kate's like, after she talks with the president, after the president comes for this visit and Kate is able to work her magic, you know, with Austin, the president is like, listen, I don't like all this back and forth stuff. Get it together because I want you as VP. Then Kate realizes kind of sort of like, that how was in on it, and then she goes to how, and she like you little dirty dog snake. You knew about this, and you knew that we're separated, and I don't want any parts from you. I wanted you to go home after a week, of be here. So Kate over how, Kate is over how. However, a lot more things happen. A lot of just Kate having to figure things out. Kate has to do all of this stuff, um, and then it's like you know. We want the love affair of Kate and Austin to bloom. Then how is very crucial in this? There comes some. Well, first of all, let's just say Idra, the CIA and Kate have won each other over. Okay, they good, good girlfriends now. Stewart and Idra, right? Idra is getting ready to take this position in another country, and she's going to be leaving her post here. And, you know, she was saying that, you know, Stewart should come with her. However, at some point in time in the whole series, Stewart asks Idra not to take the position. He wants her to stay with him. And she's like, oh my God, he's like, we should go public with our relationship because it would be a big thing because obviously she's the CIA. You were, you embassy. Then throughout the series, uh, Stuart, he still hasn't told Idra everything about Kate. Like he just, you know, then he reveals to Idra that they want him to do the Stuart thing to her. And so Idra is like, but that means if you were to do that with her, and, you know, create her and mold her into this amazing person. That means if she were to become the VP, you would have to leave here and you'd be going to D.C. with her. And Etra is like, now how the hell you going to do that when I'm supposed to be leaving? And you ask me to keep my position in here, you selfish son of a gun. Okay, So then it's like all of this, like, you know, all of this drama happening. Then. They think it's the right, uh, let me give you this last little tidbit of like stuff. So Kate uh and Austin believe that it was the Russians. They have this Russian oligarch come and meet with them. And child, he comes into the office, but Kate can't really be in the office because Austin, the foreign secretary of the UK, has asked them and it will be seen really weird. So they gotta sneak her into the office. He comes into the office. He writes the information down and then child, the man died in the office. Now he dying in the office. Then they got to call for help. But how can they call for help when Kate in the office? And if Kate in the office, not with the U.S., not with the U.S. embassy and not with them. If Kate was there, then they would think that Kate and the U.S. has something to do with it. Then they got to sneak Kate out. Child, it's too much. It's too much. Like, so it's like these little nuances that happen. And so it's like, you know, you have to kind of sort of follow the ride of what's happening and what's going to do. But anyway, that's why I'm telling you, the Diplomat is like really, really good. It kind of takes you on this like roller coaster. You follow these relationships. Now, here's the thing. There is a point in time where Kate and Hal, they start to be intimate together. But it's not like intimate, like I love you. It's like we're in this new position. I'm frustrated. I need some, you know. I need some, some healing for my body. And it seems like they're in a, a very good place. There are hints that Kate is like very dependent on how, but in ways that she doesn't want to admit, like Kate doesn't like to eat. So like in the morning time, you'll notice that like how will always be eating and Kate will never go up and make a plate for herself. Kate will just always eat off of half. And so it's, like, kind of sort of weird, but Stewart, whose job is to make Kate into the vice president, notices little stuff like this, and, like, Stewart really needs to get Kate and How to come to this agreement that, like, regardless if y'all together or not, you know, you can work out arrangements, because if I'm getting you ready for this VP, y'all can't separate. So, but anyway, they're, like, little codependencies of, like, Kate and How, and, like, you know, How will make a muffin, and Eat a piece of it and then walk out the room, and then Kate will eat the muffin that Hal has left. And again, it shows us that How loves Kate, like he cares about Kate, like you know. There's, there's no doubt in our mind. However, with the Tina turn to say, "What love got to do with it? Got to do with it?" Because just throughout the whole everything, How is shady? He meeting with these people. Uh, you know, word is circulating. My last little like spoiler alert is there is something there's like a plan that they come up with another plan because y'all they always come up with plans. And Kate doesn't want to deliver this plan because if she delivers this plan, it will reveal that we've like known information and that like the U.S. should have acted on it earlier. And by acting on it, it means the secretary of state should have done something. Now, the secretary and the state and the president, they don't like each other. And so if Kate were to go through with this, Kate would be essentially like jumping the chain of commands and really making the secretary of state look not that great. And again, Hal doesn't like the secretary of state. So of course, Kate is like, you're only doing this because you don't like the secretary of state. And Hal is like, no, you need to do this. So anyway, Kate ends up doing that, making the secretary of state look silly. Word on the block is that the president is upset with the secretary of the state and is going to relieve him of his position. Now, this is where, you know, I be like, how is funny money? So we all, Kate really feels like the only reason how is agreed to have Kate vetted for the VP is that like throughout the series you can see that like how really just can't stay still how and, and and although at times right it does benefit kate but like kate always says like when you take a helping hand from how you never know what it is going what predicament it's going to put you in so it's like i don't really like to ask for help from him because it's like yeah i'll ask for help from him and then all of a sudden i owe 37 people favors for this one thing that how has done right and so We see Kate struggle with this throughout the series because it's like, do I want the help and support of my husband who has been a diplomat? Who, yes. But at the same time, I don't want to go through these weird behind channels with you. And it's like, you can't be trusted. Like, you sneaky. Ooh, how make me mad, right? So, in the end of the day, right? We just struggle. <laughs> Child, I'm saying we like I'm with Kate. Even though I am with Kate. Like, I wish, listen, let me be the stylist. I would love, like, oh, if I just love Kate because she just buy her business. She aren't really with the small talk. She just get to go. We love Kate. uh. But Kate really just feels like Hal is only doing this so that he can be in the White House. And there are some times where even Stewart calls Hal out like, Are you meeting with these people to sell access to the White House? Child, don't it sound familiar? Like, you know, past presidency we heard of. But like, so they really call them out on this. Then it comes to like, that, this is where it get juicy, right? That, Because of the move that Kate did, kind of like validated the president's thought on the Secretary of the State. And, you know, the president don't like the Secretary of the State. And that's all he needed to get rid of the Secretary of State. And now there are rumblings in Washington. Who you think they are trying to replace the Secretary of the State with? Mm, Not how? So then it's like, you sneaky devil. Did you get... Calm down. Like, did you only give that advice to Kate to kind of like jump the level of command and poo-poo on the Secretary of State so that uh, you can get your lick back and that how, can be- child, is just so much. And then the ending, whoo, how it ends, baby. I know y'all want me to tell you, I know you. This is what I would say, the ending, because again, I am like comparing this to House of Cards. Now, the House of Cards was a lot more twist, wild, and turn, but I really feel like The Diplomat gives you this. And, Bay, the ending of The Diplomat for sure gives you House of Cards. Now, there has to be a season two. Now, I've heard rumblings. I don't know. Can't confirm or deny. But Joey Hatch, uh, you know, good friend of the show, was telling me that he read that... Season two is not going to pick up off of season one. It's going to be like a completely other scenario, other story type of situation. You know how those places are. You know how those things are. Like they're like not dependent of one another. We've seen it. Yeah, we love it. But here's my thing. The way that season one ended, baby, y'all need to tell me something. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at this. Y'all need to tell me if somebody died or not. So it can't just be an independent story. I need to know. However, The Diplomat is good. If you have not yet, watched it. It's on Netflix. It should be one of the top shows. If you let me know if you've watched it, let me know what you thought of my review. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. And then come back to say, baby boy, you wet my whistle to this show. Cause it really is, um, I wasn't expecting to love it. I'll be honest. Like, I was just like, let me just put this on and I could fall asleep to it. Then I could come back. Baby, when I tell y'all, I stayed up for like four hours that night watching the first four episodes because it was just like, oh, it's so good. It's like just that, that political, that crime, that twist and turns, that like, I don't know why thriller is at the top of my tongue, but it's not a thriller, but the way that the thriller will lead you in one direction and then drop you off. And then you got to remember that and pick up definitely like that. So I listen, I give diplomat. If it's a, a rating of the top rating is five purple stars. I give the diplomat four purple stars. Let me know what you think. This has been another review from Bryce Isaiah. Bob's got a message Bob's got a message Bob's got a
1: message for you Bob's got a message for you Oh And I hope it comes. Hello, my beautiful friends. Question. Did you know that the best way to be is to be yourself? It's to follow your heart, even when you have doubts. It's to listen to your gut, even when others disagree or don't think that you can. It's to be silly and weird, even when others don't understand. Being yourself is meeting yourself in your own skin and saying, this is who I am. It's about staying true to who you are and following your heart over anything or anyone else. It's about finding peace within your own skin and love within your own soul. It's about letting your authentic self shine. It's about doing what makes you happy What makes you smile? It's about listening to that ever small voice inside of you that says, go for it. You are good enough. You deserve only the best. So spread your wings and fly. Love you. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the
0: freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? My bee, me, my bee, my be and we are on to this week's freak of the week. The freak of the week is one that we are sending prayers and love to is jamie fox i'm not sure if you guys have been aware of what's been going on jamie fox was filming a movie and it seemed that information about a month ago started coming out that jamie fox was hospitalized with very little information Um, after we learned that he was hospitalized then maybe like a week later There were some information from his daughter saying that, you know, it's very serious and please keep Jamie Foxx in your prayers. And it was kind of sort of like radio silence. And a lot of fans and celebrity friends began to send their well wishes to Jamie Foxx, but there really was no update. And it just kind of left a lot of people being, what's going on? We don't know how serious this is. And again, they have yet to to reveal what is going on but they keep saying he suffered a medical complication last month and it is just kind of been pondering fans ever since however we got an update from the actual jamie fox instagram account and twitter and wrote appreciate the love feeling blessed um they also put out a statement that Jamie is in stable and not in a life-threatening situation now, which leads us to believe that he potentially could have been in a life-threatening situation. Also reports that, you know, Jamie Foxx, when he returns home, to not have any stress, um, to relax, and really to take care of himself, which is just leaving myself and a lot of other fans baffled. Uh, but Again, we are sending well wishes and prayers to Jamie Foxx for a speedy recovery. It really makes me stop and think that life is just very precious. And we take for granted sometimes ourselves, our health, taking care of ourselves, listening to our bodies, rest is just so important. And somebody like Jamie Foxx, who has had a very long career, who we consider to be healthy, you know, in the middle of filming a movie suffered a life-threatening illness. And we know that it's life-threatening because there have been reports that they are finishing up the movie without Jamie. They're cutting out some of his scenes and just all of this stuff. And again, it just, sometimes we got to take it slow. We got to take care of ourselves and reach out to the people that we love. So from here at the Purple Pants Podcast, Jamie, we are sending our warm thoughts and healing prayers to you. We hope that you have a speedy recovery. You are too young and too loved. Uh, We love you, Jamie. And so again, this is also just a message to any of the posse listening. Sometimes we need to reach out to our people that are strong friends. Everybody needs to be checked in on sometimes and we need to check in on ourselves. And so Jamie Foxx, we love you. And Jamie Foxx is this week's Freak of the Week. If Jamie is this week's Freak of the Week, that means we are coming to a close of another amazing episode. Purple Pants Posse, truly from the bottom of my heart. I can't thank you enough for just riding out with your baby boy and supporting me and loving me. And you know I love you just as much as you love me. If you have not already, please ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever there is that you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give this podcast five uh, 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 stars. And don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend that is the diplomat. Because it's a, it's a.